Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called The Answer. Yeah. So as I mentioned in the last episode, I uh, had spent the holiday with my family in Mexico this year. And um, we were staying out just outside of Tulum in the Yucatan on the ocean in an Airbnb. And I had some really powerful experiences while I was out there that I'm going to share with you today. But um, first of all, our place was so awesome that I could have stayed. I felt like I could have stayed right there in the little house by the beach the whole time, the whole 10 days, and just been completely happy. But the ocean had some other plans for me. (laughs) So every morning at sunrise, I would wake up to do my morning practice by the beach. And this was my special time to my for myself, right? So I, I just wanted to make sure, you know, I had this time before anybody else was awake, um, just for me. And I did it every morning. I woke up early, like 6 a.m. or 5.30. I just didn't want to miss this, right? I felt like, okay, I've got 10 of these mornings and I want every single one of them. But this one morning I went out and the wind was so incredibly strong. It was so strong. It literally was pushing me off the beach. So there was no way I could sit there and meditate. <laughs> and it was so strong, you know, I I I couldn't even lay like like my, my, um, my little blanket down and just sit there in it. Like it was literally saying, yeah, I I really felt like it was speaking to me. And, and, and if, if, if it could have specific words, here's what I felt like it was saying. I felt like it was saying, Kathy, you cannot stay on the beach today. It is time for you to go visit the pyramid in Copa. <laughs> and so we did. So we already had had the plan to visit the ruins in Copa, and I was particularly excited about uh, this one um, pyramid, Nohok, Nohok Mole Pyramid, I think it's called, which is the tallest temple in the Yucatan. And you're actually still able to climb to the top. It's such a tourist attraction that they they just keep it open. Um, and I was actually really glad I got to, to climb to the top. But if you've never been to the the site of Koba, it's pretty huge. It's really spread out. So we rented bikes to make our way around because I've I've walked this thing before and it it took the entire day. Um so I was like this time we're going to rent bikes. <laughs> and so we fi- when we finally made it over to the the grand pyramid we all got off our bikes, 
without a word. It was like we were in a trance. My husband, Jim, and my stepson, Jimmy, and we just began to to make our ascent up this uh, steep pyramid. Now, we weren't the only ones there. There were a lot of tourists around us, and usually that kind of bothers me. I don't, I don't like to be where there are a lot of people. But it didn't bother me at all. I was, I was in my own kind of, yeah, in my own bubble, and I was on a mission. I just, I felt like I was being called. So when I got to the top, I found my little spot um, away from everybody to do my meditation. Like, okay, I'm finally getting my meditation in. And as soon as I closed my eyes, I started receiving a message. It was like a a transmission was coming through. And it was coming through really fast. And it was coming through so fast, I felt like I need to write, the, I need to write this down. And I, and I just kind of yelled out, I, I need something to write with. And I just kind of yelled at the air because nobody was really close to me. But out of nowhere, um, Jimmy yelled back, you know, use the notes on your phone. And so that's what I did. So I just started writing as quickly as I could into my, into the little notes on my, on my cell phone. And the, so the big message that I received had to do with the state of the world and the reason for the chaos and the destruction and the despair. Now, it wasn't a political message, you know, it was, it was explaining why we're in the state we're in um, and how to bring it back into balance. And I know that sounds like a lot, but the answer was really simple. And, um, and what I loved about it was that the answer includes all of us every one of us. And actually, it requires every one of us. So I felt really moved to make this the episode for today. (laughs) So the reason, said the voice, (laughs) that we're so out of balance is that we've lost touch with the divine feminine. And as a result, the divine masculine has had no sacred container. And so therefore, it's been spinning out of control with with no home. So this is both on a grander scale, all the way down to how we interact with each other in relationship to one another and even how we treat ourselves. We are disconnected as a, as a species. We're disconnected from each other, and we're disconnected from the earth and, and everything that inhabits the earth. And the answer to tap back in is to access the divine feminine. 
So before I explain what this means from a practical, everyday perspective, I want to make sure that I'm clear about one thing. Nowhere in this message was there any blame or judgment of anyone. The message was filled with love and hope. You know, there were no sides, men versus women or right versus left. No, not at all. It was an omnipotent message that was offering a light through the darkness. One of the things um, that the Course in Miracles is always coming back to is that all of us are innocent. All of us are innocent. And the, and the words of Jesus Christ, right? Love them for they know not what they do. That applies to all of us, you and me. Love them for they know not what they do. We are like children playing on a playground and making it all up as we go. <laughs> yeah. And the Course also says that you think you, you have many problems, but you really only have one, and that is that you think you're separate. You know, when, um, when really we're all part of one thing. We're all part of one thing. You know, it says you think you're a sunbeam thinking that you're separate from the sun. You're like a, a wave believing that you're separate from the ocean. Yeah. But it takes us all to be whole. Yeah, it takes us all coming back together to be whole. So let's get into the difference between masculine energy and feminine energy. Neither is bad or wrong. In fact, we need both acting at their highest level in order to achieve balance and peace. Yeah. Masculine energy, though, is the doing energy. It's the making things happen, getting it done, right? Go get them, setting goals and achieving them, right? The divine masculine is the provider for the divine feminine. And feminine energy is softer. It's making space. It's receiving. It listens. It feels. And it expresses what it's feeling, right? It asks for, for what it needs, and, and, and it receives. It holds. It's compassionate. It's creative. It's expressive. It's open. It's sensual. It's emotional. It's vulnerable. Yeah, it's passionate. It's all these things. And the divine feminine is the receiver for the divine masculine. So it takes both. Yeah. So most of the women I worked with, I, I do work with, um, have, you know, spent their lives giving and you know, and overgiving, 
giving and giving and and to the point of having completely lost touch with what it means to self-nurture, to receive, you know, to even be in touch with what would make them happy. You know, as women, we fall into this habit of taking care of others and putting ourselves last. Yeah, so we end up feeling resentful and unappreciated for all that we do. Yeah, and each one of us on some level, each human being embodies both masculine and feminine. You know, but a majority of us lean toward one or the other. As I began exploring this for myself, I came to realize that I was actually leaning more toward masculine than feminine. You know, I had lost touch with my feminine long ago, at some point during my childhood. And the more and more I work with women, I'm finding that this is extremely common. So no wonder heterosexual relationships have been so challenging, right? There's, there's more masculine energy in the relationship typically than feminine coming to the table, right? Which invites struggle, conflict, competition, and even war. Yeah, war. So the answer, according to the divine message I received, sitting atop the highest point in all of the Yucatan, (laughs) is that we need to get back in touch with the divine feminine. So where to begin? Where to begin is where the feminine resides. It resides in the body. Yeah, so we have to be in touch with our bodies to be able to feel. The body is where the brain, (laughs) the left brain, stashes all the things it can't handle right? All the emotions from negative experiences and situations that the brain just doesn't know how to deal with get stored here in the body. And you know this, right? How many times have you said or heard somebody say, yeah, I carry all my stress in my shoulders. That's what that means, right? It's like the stress of the mind the stress the mind can't handle stuffs it into the shoulders. (laughs) And so what happens over time? You know, you get pretty big knots in your shoulders, right? So the body becomes a storage house for emotional pain. And when it hangs out there long enough, like a lifetime, you know, it leads to depression and rage, anxiety, or even physical pain, right? Or disease. And the only way to move it out is to actually get in touch with the body, to inhabit 
the body. Is you can't really clean out your house from a distance. It's just not effective, right? And though you can pay somebody to help you, you really need to be there in order to get the job done the way you you really want it done, right? Yeah. I mean, it's my clients that take the tools that I offer and start actually using them for themselves that experience the significant transformation, right? I can't do it for you, right? You ultimately have to do it for yourself. I can guide you there. Yeah. I can help you get to some things you may not have access to, but you ultimately have to do the work. Yeah. So we have to begin by getting back into our bodies. You know, most of us walk around these days disembodied, right? Connected into our phone, our email, the computer, you know, meaning that we're not fully inhabiting our bodies. We're not home, right? We, mo- we live mostly in our heads, thinking, 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 figuring everything out, worrying, stressing, fearing, right? And when you're all in your head, you're disconnected from yourself and from everything and everyone around you. And the only way to get connected and to feel connected is to get back into your body. Your cognitive brain, well, it doesn't really know anything about that. So you can't you can't connect back in with your body through your cognitive brain. You can't think your way back into the body. You actually have to feel your way back. And that involves the right brain. So there are all kinds of techniques to climb back into your body. And one that I love, and it's all real simple, right? All the best stuff is really simple. So the one I really love is dancing. So I'll actually take dance breaks during the day when I find myself overthinking. Simple, right? I'll just put my earbuds in and shut my office door and boogie for a little bit and get back in my body, right? Yeah. And dancing is also one of my morning practices. It's one of the things I do every morning before I start my day. And it really helps me to move into the day feeling, feeling alive. Yeah. And I'll even do it when I don't feel like it. Because the truth is, when I put the music on and I start, you know, shaking my booty around, eventually I'm going to get, get into it. I start getting in my body and it feels good. Eventually it feels good. So I'm just committed to it. Dancing. And when you move into your body in the into this way, um, uh, the stored emotions get dislodged, right? They're able to move through. So you might even start to feel some things moving through. You may even find 
that you need to cry when you start to wiggle around and, and boogie a little bit. You might have some laughter that comes. It's just start, it starts to move in different ways. Or you might just want to howl, you know? So it's great if you can really be alone and dance, you know, to just let whatever wants to come out, let it come out. It doesn't matter. You don't need a story about it. Just let it move on through. And, yeah, and best of all, when you're back in your body, you get tapped back into all the good stuff. You know, you get connected to your heart. Yeah, because when you're in your head, you're not connected to your heart. You're just not. Yeah, yeah, your, your cognitive brain doesn't know how to love, right? Yeah, when you're in your heart, you're connected to, to love and compassion, right? So you're able to connect with others rather than connecting in fear and judgment, <laughs> which isn't connection at all. You're able to, you know, get tapped back into your creativity. Because trust me, creativity does not live in your analytical brain, right? Your left brain, as we've explored... <laughs> you know, it has a knack for shutting down your creativity, you know, with all the ways it tells you that you're not good enough. You know, when you inhabit your body, you're less prone to care what anybody else thinks, including your own self-critical mind. Yeah. So when you're in your body, you're in touch with your feelings and your emotions. You're activating the divine feminine in you that we all need. Yeah. And when you activate the divine feminine you in you, well, it inspires the divine masculine to return with all its gifts. And boy, does it have gifts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when body, mind, and spirit are synced up, you're open to a higher level of thinking that involves all your senses. Yeah. And this is when you're really able to access the flow of life. You're tapped in. And when you're tapped in, you inspire others to get tapped into. It's contagious. It's contagious. And so simple, right? So simple and yet so deeply profound. Because world peace begins with a seed. And you, my friend, you are that seed. You are the answer. And I'm cheering you on from right here. Blessed be. If you want to find out more about working with me one-on-one, come visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com and I can't wait to meet you.